Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann, the ContenderCast, for shining a light on bright ideas. I can't even wait to introduce you to my guest today. Andrew Rigney is on, CEO and co-founder of a coal company. I mean, can you imagine a company called Dewey Crush? I mean, so fun. We're talking canned cocktails. I'm so excited and like a cool topic that we really haven't spent much time on on the podcast. So great to have you here, Andrew. Thanks for being with us. Oh, thanks, Justin. You know, I'm looking forward to you know, talking with you and uh, having your listeners learn a little bit more about our products. I love it. And i um, so excited to unpack that today. Um, as always, I'd love to start with uh, a founder's background. And you actually have some experience like in the food business. So how about just share a little about your story, your upbringing, and then uh, how you got to the point we're starting the brand? Sure. So, you know, from a young age, probably around 13 or so, my dad was a grocery store manager and I started to work for him, uh, just sweep in the back back room and, and things like that. But And then I ended up spending about 10 years at, at the grocery store all the way through high school and all the way through college. Um, you know, just oh, have always been around food. Um, when I was in high school, uh, in my sophomore year, uh, the food science department from University of Delaware came in and, and started to talk about uh, you know, what food science was. Nobody really knew what it was. I didn't know what it was. Uh, there were a lot of questions going around. People were saying, how do you get the M on the M&M and, M and, you know, and, and oh, jokes around. That's like, a good jokes, question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, I mean, whoever thinks of that kind of stuff, but you know, you know, one of the things that I always saw was that there was, um, you know, whenever you walk into a grocery store, you pick up any product and there's a, there's a food scientist behind it. Um, and that, that's a really cool thing. So, uh, I, I decided that that's the avenue that I wanted to go with, my, with my career and ended up going to university of Delaware. Uh, and upon graduation, I started, um, you know, getting into, you know, product development, um, started out in the chicken industry, you know, of all things and, uh, you know, started developing, you know, chicken products. I, you know, I worked for a number of companies developing things for, for major brands like, you know, McDonald's and, you know, Burger King and, um, you know, and, and, you know, some of these industrial type customers, like, you know, for, you know, chicken that went into like soups and, and things like that. Sure. But, um, and then, you know, you know, probably about that, that was like first half of my career. And then the second half of my career, I, you know, I just wanted to make a switch. So I got into a, a sales, uh, format, uh, and started to sell ingredients. So I was selling, you know, wow. different things, Very you know, cool. from, uh, you know, that, that were going into food products instead of actually developing them. Um, you know, I so, love- you know, as you know, over time, I mean, that, that's just kind of, you know, you know, how I got into food and, you know, and I've been in food pretty much my whole life. So, okay. Question for you. So for those that are listening that don't understand food science and you said, Hey, behind every product is some aspect of food science. And I think that makes sense, like in my mind, but can, help us with that to understand like what goes into the, the creation of a food product. Like where, where does food science fit into that? Sure. So, you know, it, it, you know, if you look at a produce section, I mean, you have, you know, bananas and apples and, you know, vegetables and fruits and, you know, you just pick them up and you eat them, but they go bad. So, you know, with every food product, you know, there, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, you know, when it, like, if you pick a can of, of soup up, for instance, you know, there, there's so many different ingredients that go into that soup. Uh, but there's also a science and engineering behind it that will allow it to sit on a shelf. Uh, and be stable. I mean, you know, there some of these foods that are in cans can last, you know, years. Uh, so, 
you know, when you think about that, I mean, there is a whole science and a whole engineering that goes into that. And, and that's basically what food science is. You know, everybody, people ask me all the time, are you a chef? No, I, I can't cook right. any food science in the kitchen. <laughs> no, no. But, right. but, you know, if you, if you ask me, you know, how do you put a food product together and, you know, the things you're going to need, like from a, you know, preservative standpoint or a process standpoint to make sure that it's going to be safe for somebody to eat. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's my wheelhouse. Got it. So cool. Uh, a really interesting space, and a really fascinating space. If you love the and that, if you love food, and the, the idea of like, I, somewhat engineering, somewhat math, somewhat like you know research. It's really a great space to be in for those that are listening. That are like, hey, maybe I'd like to do that. All right, let's um, we'll, we'll move forward a bit. So, Dewey Crush, um, where'd this idea come from, and how'd you decide to jump into the uh, cocktail space? Sure. So uh, I'm Delaware born and raised. I've uh, lived in Delaware my whole life. Um, you know, it's kind of a, you know, people who aren't from Delaware don't understand Delaware. it's, it's kind of an interesting uh, little space. It's I think it's a, you can get from top to bottom, you know, probably within an hour and a half. And I think the widest point is like 35 <laughs> right. miles. So so it's a, it's a crazy. It, I live in Atlanta. Yeah. That's like it's like the size of Atlanta. Then <laughs> exactly <laughs> an hour yeah, from no, top yeah. to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah, it's probably I'm just it, kidding. It, you're absolutely <laughs> just right. Kidding. But but yeah. So uh, you know, here in Delaware, I mean, there, there's really some iconic things, and and one of the iconic you know drinks uh, that I that I grew up drinking um, was the, was an Orange Crush, um, and you know one of the most famous uh, party towns in in uh, in Delaware is Dewey Beach. Delaware. Um, it's a, it's about a mile long strip. It's a, it's a block on one side and a block on the other. So it's, it's, it's not very wide. Uh, but there's a ton of bars and, you know, people just go down there and have a great time. And it's, it's, it's a really good, uh, atmosphere down there. So, um, you know, when, you know, I started to, you know, being in the food industry and, and all this through, through my career, it's just, you know, you start to think of ideas and, and how, you know, something can, you know, be made. And, um, my wife and I, uh, were during COVID, we had, uh, we usually travel overseas. Um, but you know, during COVID we, we decided, you know, Hey, you know, we haven't been to any of these flyover States. So let's just live you know, We flew out to Denver. Um, she did a great job planning this whole trip. I don't know how, you know how she did it. Cause she just, she's a wizard with that kind of stuff. She had every day planned out and it worked out perfectly, but we were out there maybe, I mean, 14 days or so. I mean, just driving, we drove from Denver all the way out to the coast of Oregon and then coming back through the Dakotas, but there was a lot of windshield time, uh, with that. So, um, I got to start to think it, I had a lot of ideas over, over time, over, over the years. And, you know, I just started thinking about some different things and started thinking about the alcohol space and, you know, how, how, busy uh and proliferated the seltzer uh market was going to be and and what was happening in the seltzer market and i start to think huge you know, what could be right the, yeah, Booming. exactly yeah exactly there's and so many people have come out with the seltzer since then um and i totally. started to think you know what 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 is that next thing that that's going to be a hook you know that 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 people are going to look at so i started to think about like okay so ready to drink cocktails you know that that just makes sense you know we were in in the middle of covid we didn't know what the bar scene was going to look like you know, people would want an totally. authentic, you know, cocktail, you know, that they could have at home and, you know, just keep in the fridge and, and, and enjoy whenever they wanted to. So um, the other thing that I started to think of was authenticity. You know, what what is what is really going to make people, you know, want this product rather than than another? Um, so I wanted something that was, you know, regional, something that was, you know, identifiable to our certain area. And that that's kind of where Dewey Crush came from. You know, it's a 
we, I, I know the orange crush. I know a lot of people enjoy it and not just in Delaware, but, you know, Maryland, PA, New Jersey, Delaware, uh, you know, DC, Maryland. Um, you know, there, there's so many people that come into, you know, Dewey beach and enjoy it. So I knew that that's, that's the avenue that we had to go in. Love that. Yeah. So, and I love that you've already, I mean, gosh, I was checking out your packaging, great packaging, the original crush cocktail, orange, ruby, red, grapefruit, watermelon, lemon. Um, but how did you go from, Hey, I think there's an idea here in this, this segment to creating the first mix and like having something put together into something that made sense to package. Sure. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a, uh, you know, this is my first venture in, in doing something like this. So, you know, luckily I had a, a very good friend of mine, Jared Stopforth, um, who is a, he's a serial entrepreneur. I mean, he has started so sure. many companies and, and he's developed so many different food products. So kind of, you know, bounced the idea off of him. And he said, well, let me, let, let me think about it. Now he lives in Seattle. So we're both on opposite coast. So it's kind of a, right. a, a little bit of a, 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 it's kind of a, a strange, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's kind of a strange, uh, you know, you know, relationship here that we're on opposite coast, but, uh, and he really didn't know what an orange crush was. So, you know, I think, you know, over the weekend, he kind of, you know, started formulating it, started looking at the recipes, loved the idea, and then called me the following Monday and said, we're doing this, let's go. Um, you know, so, you know, he was kind of in charge of, uh, putting together all of our recipes. Um, and he did a, he did a fantastic job with it. I mean, really, I mean, we, you know, when we first had our first prototypes, um, you know, we got lucky to, um, you know, we contacted, uh, Monty at the, at the starboard in Dewey beach, which is a, a very famous, uh, restaurant for uh, crushes. Uh, and he loved the idea and, you know, just loved the fact that, you know, we wanted to honor him uh, with an inspiration and put his logo on our cans. And he's allowed us to do that. But, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do again with is authenticity. We wanted to make sure that it was authentic. So, you know, anything that we've done as far as a recipe, we sure. always run it by him. So, so we did that in the beginning too. We just, we went to him, we showed him, you know, you know, what our prototypes look like, you know, he, he made some suggestions on some tweaks that we should do. And we made those suggestions and tweaks. And then, you know, we ended up, you know, rolling out with our first batch of product. Oh, very cool. How long from, hey, I think we should start something to having something to sample and, and modify and, and refine? Oh, God, it, less than a year. I mean, it was literally less than a year. Um, I remember, you know, it was June 2020 that I had a conversation with Jarrett you know, with the idea sure. and, you know, and he started to, you know, we started to really ramp things up. And I remember we were really having some, you know, discussions in October uh, around the naming and trademark and, sure. and things like that. And then, and then shortly after that, you know, once we got all that finalized, then it was like go time with the formulation and, and things like that. So I remember it was, it was over the winter time that, you know, we were looking at prototypes and, and then once we got everything, you know, wrapped up, I mean, we geared everything up and then we launched the product in uh, May of 2021. And then how did you figure out like where to produce it? You know, you can't put together oh. the great packaging and cans like you have here in your kitchen. So <laughs> how did you figure no, that out? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's been, that has been, uh, that, that is in the early part of our, our startup that, that has been one of the hardest parts. You know, we found a, we had a supplier that we were using uh, that was out in California. Um, you know, they did an okay job. I mean, it, it got us out in the market and things like that. But we knew we needed to pivot off of that. Uh, we we couldn't use them as a as a long term solution. 
uh, you know, so our team just, you know, kind of dug in and started to look at different things and, you know, different suppliers across the country. And we started to find different partners. Um, and, and, you know, we feel that we have re- two really good partners right now uh, that are really, you know, helping us move the needle to get get product out to market. Got it. And then did you did you start off with all four flavors or like was it one or two? How did you figure out what you were going to launch with? Well, I mean, I mentioned the starboard. I mean, they, they like they they there's a crush menu there. So they have a I mean, it's sure. kind of like it's kind of staying staying in the middle of the field. I mean, don't don't vary off. So, uh, <laughs> you know, the the most famous is the orange crush. I mean, that that's the most famous, sure. uh, you know, you know, flavor that's out there. Uh, and then there's also, you know, next is grapefruit and then there's, then there's watermelon. So those are the three flavors that we launched with out of the gate. So we started, we, we have four packs of, you know, each of those individual flavors. And then we also have a variety pack. Got it. And then how did, did, did you think you were going to sell, um, in stores at first or what was your route to market? how do you think about getting trial, getting people to, to sample the product and whatnot? Yeah. So it, that kind of took us by surprise because, uh, you know, we launched, uh, like I mentioned, it was Memorial Day weekend in 2021. Um, and we had we had lined up distribution, the you know, in December of 2020. Sure. And, you know, so they were ready for us and they knew that we were going to have product. And, you know, and, you know, we did a whole like dog and pony show with the with the distributor and, you know, went over what the brand was, what our goals were right before we launched. Um, and then, they put it on their their Facebook or Instagram page, and then somebody who had had a huge following in the area ended up catching wind of it or saw it, and they reposted it. And then all of a sudden, it was like everybody in Delaware was looking for where do I go get this product? Um, wow! So as soon That's as we crazy. launched, I mean, <laughs> oh, it, it was it was nuts! It was literally nuts. So we we the product hit the market and we started seeing things happening on social media, you know, just in and around Delaware, just going crazy where people were looking for the product. And, um, wow. you know, it, we made our initial run was 200,000 cans. And I, I believe we sold out in like five weeks. You know, it was, it was wow. beyond, we, we, we thought That's we had crazy. enough to cover us the whole, yeah, we thought we had enough to cover us the whole summer and ended up being five weeks. So, um, were you selling yeah. cases or eaches? Like, how did you, or, you know, and were you going into stores or like, how did you think, how did you solve for that early days? Yeah. So, so that was you know, through our distribution partner. Uh, so we have, a, we have a very good partner in Delaware and, and they do a really good job for us. Um, and you know, they're, they're the ones that got it out there, you know, and, and kind That's of awesome. once it got to be, once it kind of got to be word of mouth, people were going into stores asking for it. So then those stores were just bringing it in. Um, so to date, I think we're pretty much in every, every liquor store in Delaware. Um, you know, we're starting to work on, you know, on-premise locations like restaurants and right. things like that. But, right. You know, I think we're pretty, I think we're pretty much tied in with all, all the liquor stores in Delaware. Crazy. And then how do you think about growth in getting into new markets, either that, that distributor covers or other distributors cover? Yeah. So when we were out of product, you know, we, we were focused on trying to find a new supplier, you know, that, that can manufacture the product. Um, but it gave us some time. So we started to strategize around, you know, okay, so we, we've done well in Delaware, where else can we go? So we just wanted to kind of keep branching out around the mid Atlantic. So, you know, we, we started to talk to a distributor in South Jersey, and they agreed to bring it in. Um, and then we got an introduction to a, a, a national distributor in, uh, in Baltimore and Maryland, um, and they, they had people calling them asking if they had it 
the previous wow. summer. So they wanted That's awesome. It. So they wanted it. So so they brought us in. <laughs> High class um, problem, it sounds like. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So you know, it, it's kind of I don't want to say it's been easy, but it you know people just know what the product is and they they wanted to carry it and, and partner with us. Um, so since then, I mean, we're in Jer- South Jersey now. We're in Delaware. Uh, we're in Maryland. We're in D.C. Uh, we're just opening up Virginia now, uh, and then we're also in Tennessee. That's good. that's great. Congrats on that. And I mean, you think about yeah, it, so much growth you. in front of you. As you, okay, in addition to I'll say geographic growth and getting into more stores and locations and geographies, what about new flavors? Do you think about adding to that, or do you stick with what you've got for this at this point? What does that look like? No. So uh, we recently we're, we're continuing to always come out with ideate and try to think of new flavors. But again, we want to stay you know right in the middle of the field with, you know, what, what, you know, is, is relevant in, in, in the mid, this mid Atlantic region, as far as flavors. So we did come out with a lemon, uh, crush, uh, that's currently available, uh, in an, in an eight pack variety pack through our website. Uh, we don't have it out in retail yet. Uh, but you know, it's just available on the website, uh, that, that sure. people can, can purchase. Um, and then, uh, you know, just, just keep it in mind, you know, that, that some people are more calorie conscious and things like that. We did come out with a skinny version of our orange. <laughs> nice. Um, got it. Yeah. So it's ha- half the cows, you know, half the alcohol. It, it just, it just, you know, it's, it's a lighter drink, but it still is a full, it's still the same fully loaded can cocktail that, that the, the original, the original, uh, Dewey crushes. I often have on uh, co-founders, and I love to ask this question: How do you guys divide up the work between you and Jarrett? For example, is one of you better at certain parts of the business than others, or <laughs> you guys kind of do a lot of the same things? What does that look like? Yeah, yeah. So you know, you know, we also have a third uh, partner too. His, his name's David Stober. Um, you know, and David came on uh, probably about a year in uh, from us. You know, doing everything, um, but you know, we, we do divide and conquer, um, you know, Jared is, you know, the product development wizard, you know, he's always very critical of the product. He always wants to make sure it's the best that it can be and always tweaking the recipes and, you know, and he's the one, um, you know, working to, you know, come up with new flavors and new ideas and things like that. Um, David handles a lot of the day-to-day things, you know, for us, uh, he does a, you know, we're very lucky to have him be honest with you. I mean, he's, he's been a fantastic asset, um, you know, in addition to the team, because he he handles a lot of the things that we do from a manufacturing standpoint. Uh, he's point on all of our social. Um, you know, he's he's handling all of our um, uh, you know website sales. You know, handling you know working with the the company that we work with on that. Um, you know, and then then from my standpoint, you know, I'm I'm kind of doing the blocking and tackling with the sales you know aspect. You know, I'm 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 in market. You know, I'm working with distributors. Um, you know, I'm, you know, going out to events, I'm doing appearances, like with, you know, doing a tasting event or, or things like that, just being out in market and being the face of the product. Got it. Very cool. Love it, man. Um, I also love to ask our guests, like some of their biggest lessons learned. You've been at this now, what, a year or two, man, you're already getting some good growth. You've got a lot of growth in front of you. I'm sure you've had some uh, already lessons learned along the way, especially jumping into oh, yeah. the beverage and alcoholic beverage space. Give our audience maybe two or three things you've learned that you'd share with them in terms of advice. Yeah, I mean, the, the the main thing I can say is, you know, just don't go into anything thinking you know everything, uh, because you know we we have learned, you know, where we think we're doing the right thing, and we we find out we're not, um, and especially in, in the alcohol space, um, there's a lot of you know regulation, uh, there's a lot of 
like laws and, you know, and, and those laws can vary from state to state. So what you think you're doing right in one state may not be the right thing in another state. You know, so, you know, there's a lot of licenses that have to happen and, and things like that. So, you know, what we've what we found is, you know, let's bring in people that actually, you know, know these things, um, you know, and can be the experts in it that we because we, we're not. Um, you know, the other thing is, you know, just the, you know, there there's been, you know, we we've sprinted very, very quickly, um, you know, in, in the in the amount of time that we've, you know, been around. Um, and, and like I said, you know, just little dumb mistakes happen along the way that, you know, that could have been avoided if, if we would have, you know, just, you know, took the time and just, you know, slowed down a little bit. But, you know, with sure. this, it's like, it's just, it's just constantly, you know, running and running and running and trying to, to, to stay on top of things. So, you know, I guess, I guess, uh, you know, just slow down. I think that that's a, a really good piece of advice. Just slow down, just make sure. Sh- and, and we're doing that now. I mean, we're being very deliberate in what we're doing and, uh, just making sure that, you know, everything that we're, we're trying to do is aligned, you know, with the brand aligned with the strategy and, you know, that we're executing on everything, you know, out of the gate. That makes sense. Um, before we go share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, buy your product, learn more about the product, et cetera. Sure. Uh, our website is, uh, Um, we also have our Instagram, um, at drink Dewey crush. And then uh, my personal Instagram is uh, at it's Dewey Drew on Instagram. <laughs> I love it. Do you go by Drew? Yeah. Should I have been calling you Drew this whole time? No, no, no I, I go by Andrew. <laughs> it just made more sense with Dewey and Drew. So I just why I'm so funny. So. Okay, yeah. good. I'm glad we don't have to re record now. <laughs> Dude, yeah. This has been so great. So great having you on. Excited for you and the brand. What a cool space um, that's just set for a lot of growth. And I, I like the, the the name. I like the packaging. I think the flavors are really sharp. Um, and like I said, you're only in certain markets today. So the growth will be fun to manage over time. And you got to come back on uh, down the road and share more stories with us. But it's been so great having you with us today. Sure. No, I appreciate the time and uh, you know appreciate uh, all the listeners listening in. The Contender Cast is powered by Contender Brands and is the top global consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast. You can find additional Contender Cast episodes on worldwide podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.